It's time to gather together. Hi, I'm Yelton. I'll be buying the first round where we chat about Final Fantasy XIV. This is episode 179. Hold the chair and join us. On the menu tonight, Letter from the Producer Live, part 54, URL update. Join us at Tokyo Game Show 2019. Announcing the Furnishing Design Contest 2019. Final Fantasy XIV teams up with Pusheen. Tales from Shadows updated. Shadowbringers Final Fantasy XIV original soundtrack out now. Developers blog and fan mail. But first, let's shoot the shit. What has been going on this week? Hey, Ruby, what's up? Hi, Yalta. Hi. <laughs> Hello. Welcome. Welcome, welcome listeners. Welcome. Uh, it is another great week in Eorzea. We both had a good week. I don't want to speak for Yalta, but we did some <laughs> stuff together, and I thought we did really well for the things that we did this week. So um, really, really to start off, uh, just from a personal standpoint, I had a really tough week last week. I don't. I was talking to Yelta earlier about this, and I just really had a, a really tough week. And um, I would say if you have any bad time, reach out to loved ones, family, friends, if, if you're having uh, emotional or, or any kind of – any kind of things that you, you feel like you can't take care of on your own. Reach out to somebody, and I, I did, and uh, I got through some stuff. I, I got some – also some really odd – feedback uh on something that i think was uh, uncalled for so uh it threw me for a loop um there are boundaries <laughs> i i put myself out here on, on a uh on a weekly basis because i i care about the game and i like uh sharing uh things about my personal life and my game life and things but um uh people are humans Watch barriers, please, uh, before you reach out and contact anybody. I think a lot of streamers have to uh, put these declarations out because you sit and you watch a streamer and you think, hey, me and this streamer are best buddies now because I watch her every week or I watch him every Saturday. And you're not. <laughs> so there are boundaries. <laughs> Okay. All right. Let's move on to Final Fantasy fourteen stuff. <laughs> anyway, um, I squeaked out a cap. Again, I was having like a, a rough weekend, and uh, I, I managed to cap on Sunday. I had read earlier in the week in researching and doing notes and all that, th- all that other stuff that many people are capping through the hunt train. And Sunday night, I was trying to get an expert done, knowing I would have to do another expert plus a dungeon on Monday to uh, completely cap. And I happened to be in a zone where the hunt train came through. I don't remember the leader's name. I ended up getting invited to their party. Uh, my Cinna knew the name when I said something. She was she managed to play Yelta on All Sunday right. night. The baby went to sleep. Um, she managed to play, and um, she got through Titania hard mode, and I was able to help her through that. Um, she's like level 77, though. <laughs> she's <laughs> she's doing 74 content. God bless you, Senna. Uh, so I helped her with that, and then um, I'm hanging around outside because she's watching Story, and the hunt train comes through. And she's like, oh, I know that guy. He runs the hunt link shell, and he kicked me because I was inactive. I was like, okay. Whatever, bye. I'm joining the hunter. <laughs> and I it's like a machine. So the guy that was the head dude would go and find the next mark while the other seven of us and then whoever else is, you know, hunting as well are attacking the boss. 
And what somebody in our group would do or several people would type X in party chat whenever the one was destroyed, and then he would call out the next one. And it was on a roll, like popping. We were like the instances – and that's what's so great right now, Yeltsin, is because we have multiple instances. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you can jump between them. So you just – they were like uh, Tempest Instance 2, Tempest Instance 2, Tempest Instance 3, Tempest Instance 3. And then it was just like you don't have to leave the zone. You just go to the crystals, go to the next instance and uh, kill another hunt. So it took me 30 minutes or less – it would have taken longer to get a Domino's pizza in 2019 than for me to cap tomes <laughs> at that point. Plus, I was getting those tier eight materia mm-hmm. crack planet cluster cluster. I don't even hunt know what the Mar- hell. Name. You, yeah, you're getting the hunt things too. The, the uh-huh. nuts. The nuts. Lots of Sacks goodies of for, for doing that. <laughs> Sacks of nuts. Oh, yeah, that so that was want- in the Discord today. Well, that's why, that's why so many people wonder why are you why are people even running dungeons to cap? You know, people complain about running their dungeons every week, and it's like, why catch the hunt train? That's true. So that that is an option now. Once the instances are gone, I don't think it it's going to roll as hard. But then you also, which I think it, it's too clunky. I think to jump worlds to do it, um, it it's just not feasible. But I, I guess if you knew you had done a circuit on one world, you might switch to another world. I, I don't know how that would work in the future, but it's fast. So if you're bored of dungeons, uh, you can check out the hunt train. I don't know where to go. I'm sure there's a Discord. Somebody can tell me the Discord. If you want to, <laughs> somebody send me the Discord. I, I'd be happy to get that. Um, anyway, so that was that was really nice. And then I got finished on Sunday, so I didn't have to play Monday. I know that sounds bad, but <laughs> you got to have a life, you know. There break. are other games. I, in fact, um, managed to beat. This is this is for like the three people who know what this is. I managed to beat Etrian Odyssey One, the original on uh, that was on DS. Um, I have it on, I've played it through my 3DS, but, uh, I managed to beat that. It only took me seven years, Yelta, to beat this game. <laughs> I played one it, of those. They were fun. They're great. They're dungeon crawlers. Mm-hmm. If you're unfamiliar Serious. with the Etrian Odyssey franchise, it is a dungeon crawler. I was listening to the music on YouTube at work, uh, feeling nostalgic. And the first comment on, uh, one of them was, I've never played this game, but the music makes me feel nostalgic, which I agree. Uh, but the comment to that was, have you ever played a Sega game before? Or if it, did you own a Sega Genesis? And the guy was like, yeah. Etrian Odyssey, at least the first one and the originals, not the unlimited edition. They remade one and two. But the original originals, they just have a Sega feel. And in fact, Fantasy Star and uh, Shining in the Darkness, which are Sega titles – are dungeon crawlers as well. So my childhood dungeon crawling experience is on Sega Genesis. And I just, I feel like it, mm-hmm. it hits the same vein. So anyway, I enjoyed it. It took me seven years, partially because when I started it, I, I'm a hacker, big hacker mm-hmm. over here. I had an R4 cart and I had it uh, downloaded on our R4 cart. And then something happened. I think I lost my save and I was like, fuck this game. I'm not going through three stratas of stuff again. It's ta- it takes me too long. And uh, then, like, I don't know, maybe a year ago, I was like, I'm bored. Let me pull up Etrian Odyssey. I guess I'll start from scratch. And I found the fucking save. Mm, So I I told myself, do I want to do this from here or do I want to start from the beginning? I was like, nah, fuck it. I'll go through the save. Why not? 
So I did. And uh, then a year later, off and on, after having a baby, uh, I got a beat. So I downloaded Etrian. Well, I didn't download it. I have Etrian Odyssey 2. And um, I'm starting it, which is dumb because I'm still trying to play near. But I did play <laughs> a little bit of it last night. And I'm still loving it. I know, I'm not going to do spoilers yet. We talked about we'll, we'll do mm-hmm. spoilers for near at some point in the near future. Whenever um, <laughs> near future, uh, when Yelta and I both are at a place where we feel comfortable talking about it in 5.1, you know, which is just around the corner. It's coming now, fast. Uh, but I'm seeing. I've seen aliens. I've seen. Yelta, I saw some head roll away from me recently, mm-hmm. and I was like, what the fuck is this? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, then I had to stop because we had to podcast. So I may go back and chase a head through a shopping mall or something <laughs> here in a little bit uh, and find out what's going on there. Uh, but it's fun. It's keeping me entertained. So um, like our good friend Alex at My Backlog Battle, I, I constantly add to my backlog of games – I'm too stupid to just beat all the ones I've got. I, I just have to add Etrian Odyssey 2 on top of the list. And I'm mm-hmm. like, should I play Persona Q? Does that mean I need to play Persona 3, 4, and 5 if I try Persona Q? And Oh, my God. I'm a terrible person, uh, which is part of my problem with my mental health. Um, so anyway, uh, in in better news, we did Savage last night. I thought it was a great night. I'll let you talk about some of it because I don't want to steal all your thunder. But um, Yelta played amazing last night. Uh, she did. She, uh, that was not sarcasm. That was not sarcasm. She she did excellent. E1S was a one and done. I know for many people it's like that fight's a joke. But for us to have it one and done actually well, and felt we, and really we had, good. We had a pug. So that we had a pug. always help. We oh, had a – Thank you, Yelta. Shout out to Raven. Raven, I know you're listening. Uh, honey, bless you. I'm glad you're doing well after your surgery. We love you, and, and we're glad you're you're good. And I'm not happy that you weren't there, and I didn't want to beat it without you. But it, it would have been fun to rub in your face. But, uh, <laughs> Feel the love. Feel the you got you, you cut up. I, I'll give you grace this week. Um, so we we won and done that. That was good. We did have a pug, but the, the scholar was very nice, and he healed well, and he stuck with us through um, – no, we got a different – we did a pug on that we one, had, and then we, we got a different one. Yeah. Bel- we had a tank Bell on that one. Healer, so we had a pug tank, and then uh-huh. on the second one, uh, we, we had a pug healer who was and pretty I, good. I, who got gear? I needed on everything, but I didn't get shit. I, I don't know. Did Dario get two pieces? I don't even you, think we wrote it down. Somebody. Well, I got, hope so. Yeah, yeah. I don't. If we run a pug and the pug is is getting the gear, the um, suicide kings go out the window because I don't we want to penalize don't, yeah. anybody for that. Yeah. Um, so we just we'll let it slide. So Dario, if you got a, if you got every piece, glad, good, good on you. Um, then E two S. I thought amazing. I'll I'll hold my E2 thoughts till when you talk about it, but <laughs> I thought it went really well. And uh that's really it. I you know just just the normal shit. I I don't even remember helping anybody other than Cinna, but I thought that was great. Oh, she she got to the part and I cried again cuz I love it. She was mm-hmm. talking to Seto and I was like, "Oh, mm-hmm. you got to watch this scene cuz she she doesn't know. She hasn't been spoiled on on very much of it, little bits. But Shadowbringers has so much that it's hard to get spoiled in every spot. People could have been putting pictures of Seto mm-hmm. on Twitter, and she wouldn't have known what his relationship with the Warrior of Darkness was or anything. So um, 
that was for me it was a re tear jerker. I watched it again and I was like, <gasps> I love you, Seto. Oh. And um, then I got to watch uh, her beat Titania and the whole fail old thing. And she was so shocked. Like, she was like, is, is she going to be the next king? And I was like, just wait, wait for it. And she's like, what about, what about my retainers? And I was like, please just keep clicking. <laughs> it goes somewhere. Just keep going. She's that person in the movies. It's like, what's happening? What's going on? What's happening next? No, actually, I'm that person. That's just with the game. So, uh, she enjoyed it and she was like, wow, that's big. And I was like, that's like one of seven big things we've got um a vike who's in our free company and is fairly new to the game that is somehow blasted through all of the content and it just finished Shadowbringers, and we kind of dropped like so did you expect that ending there because <laughs> did you, did you it, is that it, what you thought it was gonna be yeah tongue-in-cheek you know vike keeps going oh i i knew that was gonna happen i knew that was gonna happen well yeah 2.0 and 3.0 were kind of like eh, kind of yeah, know what's going on yeah, not not super super and i don't and i don't think Stormblood's that deep so uh anyway Shadowbringers though throws some major loops at you and uh i'm glad it threw vi for a loop because it was fun to to hear yes it's fun it's fun to hear her experiences as a new player and some of it's funny because she's over the last you know a couple months referenced things that I kind of even forgot, right? There's, this game has been going on for a long time, and even in even in Shadowbringers, there's like bits I've forgotten. You know, I watched every scene, I read every line, but you know, and some of it is for, open for interpretation too. And so, you know, she hasn't sat and thought about it for three days like a lot of us did, and compared notes, and she probably hasn't read what what the Japanese, French, and German translations read like and and that kind of stuff. Yeah, because I, I would assume at that, you know, only days ago, you're avoiding spoilers, and now you're like, I want to read all the Reddit threads. I want to see what Ethis says and Anonymous says mm-hmm. and all these others about what, what actually happened. We had a great conversation in the Discord about the uh, – the Asians and uh, you know who they represent and who's the fourteenth and what's going on and we got a lot more answers coming. I mean, this was just the five point oh. We've got one, two, three, four, and five left to go with one again just around the corner. So, mm-hmm. uh, with that, Yelta, tell us what you did this week. I pretty much just did last night's raid. I did. I haven't capped in two weeks. I I have vowed to uh, get back on the capping train. I was kind of taking, I guess, a little break. Did I tell everybody Yelta's terrible? I know I'm terrible. Horrible. I'm terrible. I'm dragging us down all down. We did get the speech that if our DPS doesn't go up, we're gonna have to start replacing people. And I'm like, I guess I'll play the game and cap and remeld. But. And there was a lot of that talk last night too. Was we we got we we did go in one shot E one S E two S. We did really really good. I don't remember if you said the percentage we got to. We got to six six percent. Six percent. Six percent. And uh, we all, we didn't even do a whole lockout. Again, mm-hmm. you know. Again, I think if I would have been more eager, I think I played too much when Shadowbringers first came out. And I kind of I don't want to say I got burned out, but I leveled a lot of jobs. I learned all the fights. I farmed up the mounts and and uh, but if I was a little bit hungrier for E two S, I think I probably could have cleared it by now. It's it's not that bad, uh, but there are improvements I can make, and I know there are improvements that uh, 
you know, the rest of us can make to squeak out that 6%. Uh, my there damage were, numbers are very low. <laughs> there were a lot of getting hit by what uh, Mr. Happy calls the Zubats, the floating heads. Um, those will just destroy your DPS. That's when DPS you get, down, right? Yeah. When you get a stack of that, it takes your DPS down. And, and I, there were several with three stacks mm-hmm. during that quietest phase. So that plus we had deaths, you know. So yeah, it it is a DPS issue, but it's also a got to do the dance, you know. I I have to tell myself it's better just to ruin two spam and not have mm-hmm. that than to stand in one spot and then get hit by uh, the gu- guillotine or get hit by a Zubat mm-hmm. or something else that's going to just devastate my DPS. And it's a fundamental understanding of that. And I think that was. I think last night is where it really kicked in for some, like, the dance is more important than the DPS. I think if we could get to quietus without dumb shit happening, and and I think we're all taking our turns, maybe not all of us, some of us know the fight better than others, but I don't know all the bits yet, very good. Mm -hmm. But um, if we could get to quietus phase without losing our minds and already getting wound up, then I think we would, it doesn't seem that bad. I keep thinking, yeah. I can't tell you how many times last night we wiped at the second uh, the second set of flare and really mm-hmm. just after uh, and it wasn't because of prey. Uh, I think it was just there were other factors that were leading up to it. It wasn't a healing problem. It was more of a like one time I got out too early. I think one time somebody else got it. Too, I, I think mm-hmm. several times yeah. somebody else got out too early because there's this anticipation like, OK, we're almost okay. to the last okay, bit. Okay, I got to move. Yeah. I got to move. And it's just a more comfortableness with that last three to five minutes of that, you know, probably really the last two to three minutes of that fight. Because once you stand in your puddles. And you do get through that. You're done. It's quietest time, right? It's time to do that last final dance. And uh, the fact that we got to 6% with that nervousness, the stacks, the death, um, I think it could be doable. Like Yelta was saying, there's tweaks we could do. There's some materia tweaks I can do. There's another week of gear getting. I think I'll have pants next week. Um, potions, I doubt anybody was drinking potions last night because we weren't expecting to clear. I think we were expecting to get that learning just on the last one. And when we got, when we tasted a clear, it was already almost, I think that was the next to last run or yeah, something. Yeah, it was already like 11 at night. We'd already been running for two yeah. hours, which I know it doesn't sound like much to more extreme raiders, but we're doing this very casually. And then it was very obvious, like the last two polls were just kind of garbage. I think we were... The the phases all start to look the same after you pull over and over again. You know, I I get, I get the uh, fatigue, I guess. Right, and I so, love Bell. He's our he's, uh, he's like, nope, kind of our captain. You know, in that sense, <laughs> he's always doing the callouts, and it's tiresome to do the callouts for ten to twenty different roads. We're not using ACT shooting callouts or whatever. Maybe I should save him some breath, but. Um, <laughs> It's partly memorize the fight, and we're probably at the spot where he needs to stop calling out so we can memorize it better. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then that way take ownership of of what we're doing. Um, we've kicked around the idea of trying to go again this weekend. I don't know if I'll do that or not, but um, I, I think we're going to have a really good Tuesday of next week. As long as I think we keep the mentality that Yelta and I have talked about for our group. This is our group um, that – 
we're we're casually having fun and we're gonna try the best we can. Uh, we clear it, we clear it. If not, we'll try again next week. Uh, if people get frustrated with holding back progress, that's kind of why we do Tuesday so they can move on with their progress. Um, in fact, those that are better than Yelta and I in our group have moved on with progress. There are some that have cleared two and three uh, or close to beating three. So it's okay. We don't, we're not trying to um, stop anybody else's progress in our group. And uh, we hope everybody understands that, that we're playing with. And, and the pugs too, if we ever have to add a pug, you know, we're, we're trying to have fun, and I think that's what Yoshida <laughs> Take said. Take it as he, seriously. He you really know. wanted this to be fun. I don't know if it's in the stuff that we've talked about today. We're not really talking any interviews in the news tonight. Uh, we've done a lot of interview coverage recently, but I think there was an interview, if we didn't cover it, um, that Yoshida talks about he, he kind of dumbed everything down about 15%. In the Savage, because he I, wanted yeah, it to be more fun. Yeah, I heard like 15% less HP or something. Yeah. He just wanted it to be more fun for people because he, I think he says Savage isn't really just for that top tier raiders. He wants it to really be accessible for other people. And I, I'm sure some high tier raiders are like, well, what are you going to give us instead? We'll give you ultimates. I mean, I, I applaud the ultimate. I think the ultimates are great, and I, I'm glad that there is content for the tippy top people to bust their heads against. I don't want to do that. I really don't. I just want to have a good time and um, not get yelled at or kicked. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to get kicked. I, I just, no. I just want to try to have a good time, knowing that I'm, I'm doing my best. And I know there's a couple other things that I could, I could do to squeak it out. And it's also learning how to do a dance and hit your buttons at the same time. And some people are going, you should know that by now. But it's, you know, we're not, we <laughs> don't all play at the same level. The, yeah. Well, and even after like not playing much, getting back into the game, and doing, you know, I could, you know, running an expert roulette. It feels very different button punching wise. I mean, yes, I, I still, you know, try to bring all of my focus into doing a, you know, a roulette, but I'm not as, you know, worried about a couple of pieces of gear being, you know, not have perfect materia or not, you know, keeping perfect dot uptime or anything like that. Whereas it's, you know, yeah, you're, you're, I don't have to concentrate so hard and stay, mm -hmm. you know, hyper laser focused. And that's not for every piece of content, right? In yeah. my opinion, that's not what that's not what an expert roulette's about. It's about you know, getting your tomes and getting some practice on jobs and you know getting gear to you know throw away at the grand company and get buy ventures and you know that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. I remember. I think there was something else I wanted to say about it, but I can't remember what it is now. But no, that was pretty much my whole week. I I ran an expert dungeon last night. That was it. That was the first one I'd done. Like two weeks but i may have to get out of the hunt train because i do actually sometimes enjoy that um it's just so easy to cap it's kind of it's kind of easy to cap well and i also like somebody was talking about maybe a map party i haven't signed up for anything this week but uh you know oh, there, something tomorrow thursday was it thursday we, thursday was maybe wednesday. a map party i have to go look because i i can't hold any more maps mm. <laughs> yeah no one well, that i i was not around that the other weekend, but I know somebody was going to try to get EX Pri excuse me. I know somebody was going to try to get EX primal clears for some people. I don't remember if that ever happened. I was away. So I may have to start setting a couple things up on the, the thing again. I uh, have been playing wow classic pretty hard for a couple mm. weeks and I, I have not really hard. I've been like spreading out my playtime on like four characters 
and just kind of, you know, do it. But it's, I, I, there's stuff about old school MMOs I miss and that's kind of scratching the itch right now. So yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't want. I don't want to let my uh, fourteen progress, you know, suffer too much. But you certainly don't have to play that many hours a week to keep uh, capped and stuff on fourteen. Um, I know we're long winded here for the let's shoot the shit, but that's us. But I want to ask you, Yelta, what did you think if you've watched it about the Final Fantasy VII remake trailer that came out? Uh, I think my comment was Square Enix does put out a nice trailer, don't they? I know the mm-hmm. listeners already know that uh, 7 was not my favorite. I wasn't super into it. I do plan on purchasing it when it comes out and giving it another try. Uh, I thought it was gorgeous. Uh, the cutscenes looked really, really good uh, in the uh, what it looks like actual in-game battle scene footage looked quite pleasing too. So, yeah, yeah, I would. Uh, I'd like to give that game another try. I still think I had. Uh, baby weariness when it came out i had i think i had a couple kids then and you know i don't know if it got my well that and i like my final fantasy games with sword and sorcery and there's a lot of like not swords and sorcery stuff in that one seven is very modern it felt like stuff new york city like present day sort of with a little bit of yeah just does not really blow up my skirt for some reason yeah (laughs) But it still didn't feel like 15. 15, no one felt like a white maid, or no one felt like a healer, no one felt like a black, you know, summons was weird. So, now, the they just redid 8, didn't they? Yeah, 8 yeah. was a uh, re, what do they call those? Because that one, 8's not a remake, it's a re, like a remaster, I remaster. think is what 8's called. But seven's and, uh, like a whole... Re- seven's a remake, it's going to have remake. a completely different battle system, it's mm-hmm. not going to be... Uh, turn-based it's going to be more like 15's battle system so what i understand yeah. see and i i hate that i, yeah. I like turn-based fights we'll see but if maybe, they do it better hopefully well, they do and maybe better. they'll throw a bone because there are some actiony battle systems that still also kind of put in extra pauses for slow people you know what i mean right maybe, maybe there's maybe they'll put an easy mode well like like we were talking about near i mm-hmm. put that shit on easy mode and i'm really only in it for the I, I'm terrible at action uh, combat games, but I only wanted to play it for the story. So I put that shit. I don't. I don't think it's still uneasy, but uh, I do have my little bot shooting things for me. So does he auto shoot for you if you put it on yeah, easy? He, oh, yeah, I, I didn't think know so. that. Yeah, I think if I I haven't played it enough for since March, but if I if I like attack something, I think it starts attacking it automatically. I don't have to hit the button to tell it to do stuff. Oh wow, cool. Yeah, because really, I'm not really doing it for the challenge i'm doing it for the story yeah i agree and i think that's one that you know you can just do a story experience it gets really dumb when you have a debate this happened a year ago or whatever when the journalist put out that like you've only cheated yourself yeah da, da, da. Mm-hmm. it might have even been a year ago that might have been only six months ago i don't time flies in the world of yeah. memes but there was that journalist that was you know somebody did something easy and they cut some corners and then some gamer came out and said you only cheated yourself you cheated your experience and all that i can agree and disagree in some regard it's almost like that what's toxic or what's not well, toxic well right? i personally made that choice right, right. I, went, I, I went i went into it knowing and i've i have a couple times bumped it up to normal mode or whatever because i do i do feel like i don't really want to play a game that just plays itself you know but i also 
was playing it casually and I don't, I'm not interested in a super challenging hard mode thing. Also knowing it's not my strong suit, but yeah, if I'm cheating into one, I'm only cheating myself too. Right? But are I'm you? Gonna... Cause you're only in it for the story. So if you yeah. were, if, if, if you're cheating yourself by not doing the hardest battle in the game, are you really cheating yourself because you didn't care about it? You're cheating maybe that guy's ego if he yeah, put himself yeah. in your body to do it. But So I've had this conversation with my children, right? I have one son who loves, uh, like, strategy games, but he also will, like, use the cheat codes. And we've discussed the fact that, you know, if you use the cheat codes, that's fine because that's fun for you. But you also don't say... I beat this game on its hardest setting. Not he's like, no, I would never do that. Right? There's a difference. I'm, sure. I'm not going to brag that I won near and act like I did it. Not you know what I mean? Hardcore yeah. or anything? I mean, how many of these hardcore gamers had Nintendo Power? You fucking cheated. <laughs> I had Nintendo. Power. I had every Nintendo Power mm-hmm. back in the day, and there were some stuff that you had to have Nintendo Power. I didn't know there was a credit card in Kid Icarus unless you have Nintendo Power. Somebody's going, "What? There's a credit card in Kid Icarus?" <laughs> yes, there's a credit card in Kid Icarus. You have to have Nintendo Power tell you where it's at, and we did back in the day. You know, for maps of things, Nintendo mm-hmm. games were very hard. Did I feel like I cheated myself? Fuck no. I was like, I beat that game. I don't care. I had all the Faxanadu maps. That game was hard mm-hmm. as fuck even with a map. So <laughs> I don't care. Well, and we it. look stuff up now, right? Of we, course we, we do. We don't really think much of just opening up a Nothing's website blind, for blind. the wiki. You know? I don't know. Even, well, even though I – okay, so, I'm say, so I said earlier I'm enjoying the old school MMO experience of wow and i've been trying to do it with reading quest text and going places and whatever but there's like one quest that i'm like fuck it i'm looking this one up it was like a druid the swimming form quest mm-hmm. i'm like i'm like life is too short for me to try to figure out where this is i just fucking looked it up you know it's, i don't think that invalidates the rest of my joy with the game but Cancel your sub. Cancel my sub. Put up, put up. We need, we need like a some sort of T-shirt that's like the scarlet letter, like I'm a fucking lying cheater or something. I don't know. Mm. So, what did you think of the seven trailer? Uh, I I like Tifa's breasts and Eris's feet and uh, all of that <laughs> stuff, and and I can't wait for Cloud to be in a dress. So you know, I'm just like ninety mm-hmm. percent of all the other people who watch that. No, I don't. There's just ridiculousness. Her boobs are the- fine. They look great. Her boobs are fine. There's some ridiculousness out there right now. I'm not even going to address all of that. Um, I thought it looked great. Um, I I don't have a super big hype meter for the 7 remake. I liked 7. I didn't beat it back in 97. I had one of those Final Fantasy uh, deleted my save mm-hmm. file things happen. Happened mm-hmm. to me on Final Fantasy 1. It happened to me on 7. Rented some game and it ended up deleting my save. So I was fed up with it, and I skipped it. I went to Tactics, love Tactics, beat 8, beat 9, beat 10. When I was installing 11, I was like, well, let me play 7, because back then it was like, what, 20 hours or something to install? Oh, shit, yeah. So I went back to, like, I think I must have had 
a pre-save or I had started over again or something. This is kind of like my Etrian Odyssey story. So I found a spot where I was probably like in the snow fields or something on disc two or something like that. And I was uh, like, I'll just continue from here and I ended up beating it. And I beat it and then I switched <laughs> over and played Final Fantasy XI when it got finished loading up. And uh, I enjoyed it. I love Materia. Um, mm-hmm. I'm, I, I hope there's some element of the materia stuff, but I feel like it's going to be watered down. I think that was the most complex and engaging part of Final Fantasy VII was the materia combos. I know a guy, I grew up with this guy. He will do all, uh, he'll do materia less runs. He will do special runs that he only uses one type of materia. He'll do low-level runs. He Mm. loves Final Fantasy VII in and out. (laughs) The battle system has a lot of variety, and it's great. And I think it's a pretty okay story. It's I don't think it's the best Final Fantasy story. It's up there, but I think there are some holes, plot holes, with Sephiroth and and some of that Cloud stuff. And then, like, the whole when, when Cloud kind of has his episode and is in a wheelchair and has got in a coma and all that stuff i sort of lose the plot of all that you know it, it just it just doesn't resonate with me anymore at that point so i'm not the hugest big final fantasy 7 fan i beat it i like it well enough i think cloud's a good character i like the cast as far as the the trailer goes it's beautiful it is freaking gorgeous and the turks are looking good um i'm just i'm looking for just more. I just want to see, you mm-hmm. know, what's what's really going on. Maybe a, a playable demo or no, something for it. Not. I'd like to see that. Yeah, I think one of the things you're saying uh, is probably another reason I had trouble with it. I think if I have to drop an uh, an RPG for any amount of time, it could be a few days or it could be a week. I come back and I've completely lost the thread, sure. the thread of where I was. I don't remember what was going on. So I had trouble because, like, the story didn't make any sense to me, but I think it's because I played it tiny little chunks far apart. So mm. I think I was not follow- following the story very well. So I, I do I do plan on picking it up when it, when it, when it releases. But, all right. We love lots of games. Yes. It's not just <laughs> Final Fantasy XIV over here. Too long. Too long. Didn't read. We, we, we love Final Fantasy XIV and lots of other games. All right, listeners, come to the website and shoot the shit with us or tweet us or whatever. The website's www.gtffxiv.com. And come there and we'll, we'll accuse you of being a Russian bot. Hey, but we like our Russian bots. We like they, our they Russian give us, bots. They give us some comments. We've had some comments. We're going to read fan mail at the end of the episode. Mm-hmm. And we've actually had an increase in some fan mail. So keep it up. Just don't cross any lines. <laughs> All right, the first round is news. A letter from the producer live, part 54 URL has been updated. I think they just added in the URL. So Saturday, September 14th. Ooh, that's the Saturday. Mm-hmm. That's after Friday the 13th, by the way. Oh, so, yeah. Yeah, get your look for some black cats, walk under some ladders. Uh, yeah, so they've updated the uh, URLs for Twitch, Twitch, YouTube Live. Oh, Alienware TV is hmm. the... Oh, okay. So we'll we'll be on their channel too, not us personally, but <laughs> Final Fantasy fourteen. And this is going to have... Uh, we're, we're talking Yorha Dark Apocalypse. I'm excited. I'm, uh, I need to go play that game. I may have to drop everything for the next couple weeks and just play that game. Sure, Yelta. Sure. Uh, Join us at Tokyo Game Show 2019. That starts like 
tomorrow. No, yes, tomorrow. (laughs) As of this recording, Thursday, September 12th through Sunday, September 15th. They're going to have a Square Enix booth. They're also going to be at the Dell slash Alienware booth with various playable content in stage events. Uh, There's a link on the site for the Tokyo Game Show 2019 website. They're going to have a stroll with Yoshi P. Friday, September 13th. From 11.40 p.m. to 12.45 a.m. PDT. You think he's going to go to any English or European servers during this? Uh, You know, that's going to be... I doubt it. Mm, He'd be better off going to something that is more at prime time, I would think, for that server anyway. So uh, Yoshi P. takes a leisurely stroll through a random world in Final Fantasy XIV. They're expecting huge crowds, and they cannot guarantee space for all attendees to view the event. And you can also watch on YouTube Live or Nico Nico Live. The audio will be in Japanese only. Now, if they show slides, they've always historically been very good about showing the slides <laughs> in, in having English subtitles on slides. Uh, stage events at the Dell slash Alienware booth on Saturday the 14th from 9 p.m. to 11 p.m. PDT. I don't know what we're looking at here, but that's, that's Yoshi P's little black mage, so... Mm, that's the letter from okay. the producer, I think, is we're going to get there. So. Yeah, but letter from the producer live. So I don't know what they're showing there. They get there's some like they, see they get some that something with three things. Black Mage is getting completely redone. That's what I'm seeing here. Completely changed. I'm wondering changed. if it's going to be. Is it time for relic weapon? It is getting time for relic weapon. Yes, indeedy. I I, I would I, that, and that is content to me, right? Not everybody likes likes real, like weapon stuff, but I I do like it. As much of a pain in the ass as Eureka was sometimes, I did enjoy myself. In I have read something recently. It was either on the official forums or on Reddit. And people were clamoring for more Eureka. They were really? begging for people another like Eureka, just with some, you know, with those pyros and further mechanics put in right. the beginning. You know, right. All right, they're uh, yeah doing the letter from the producer live from the Tokyo Game Show. They're going to talk about your dark apocalypse, blah, blah, blah. At the Square Enix booth, they're going to do trial roulette. That's where you like, that's a, the spin the wheel one, right? That's right. You might have to do it shirtless. We're always shirtless here. Topless runs. Topless runs. Uh, they're going to do the welcome to Final Fantasy Fourteen. Welcome new adventurers to come and create their very first character. At the end of the tour, you can take your character home on a special USB stick. So that's cool. They're going to do the Let's Play Final Fantasy XIV account registration. They're going to be giving away copies of the starter edition for free and helping new adventurers create an account and register the game right from the show floor. That's cool. Uh, Dell Alienware booth, they're doing Eden's Gate roulette. They're going to do Eden's Gate, I guess. And they're going to get T-shirts. All right. They apparently are running out of T-shirts. They only have small, medium, large, and extra large. A T-shirt available may be limited. <laughs> Other oh. activities. They're going to have some artwork and fun photo opportunities featuring Final Fantasy XIV props. We'll be giving out Moogle-themed fans, so be sure to come by. If you're lucky, you might meet a Namazu. That's yes, cool, yes. Namazu. Yes, yes. I love Namazu. Mm-hmm. All right. 
All right, announcing the Furnishing Design Contest 2019. These have always given us some nice pieces. Yes. All right. Two years have passed since they've done this before, <laughs> basically. Um, let's see. Adventures of the Realm. In recent years, the furnishings that adorn the homesteads of Highland have undergone something of a renaissance, thanks to no small part of the efforts of well-traveled artisans bringing revolutionary designs from far and wide. However, our patrons have an insatiable hunger for ever more eye-catching and luxurious items with which to impress their guests. We, the guildmasters of Eorizia, are therefore appealing to those possessed of a refined sense of aesthetics to share with us their most inspired ideas, that we may line our shelves with a fresh selection of products to tantalize our clientele. Whether they be wildly impractical or ignore the laws of physics entirely, it matters not. Pray, let your imaginations run rampant. All right, so there's there's rules. There's some entry requirements. You have to have a fi- an active Final Fantasy account at the time of submission and agree to the criteria written below. Uh, the entry period has already started. It started September 5th, and it runs till Monday, October 7th. And that's in the morning, guys. So you don't want to like wait till you wake up at eight o'clock on the seventh, and it's already over. All right, the theme is <laughs> quite simply create a furnishing item you would like for your house. The entry categories are any furnishings aside from housing exteriors. The winner selection: they're going to select a hundred winning entries. Winner's announcement is planned to be done via the lodestone. In or around October 2019. The prize is a hairstyle. Oh, this is going to cause people to lose their fucking minds. Oh, I know it. They, this, is cro- this is probably crossed some sort of thing. Modern aesthetics strife. Now can... I, I want to... But, but if you play a row, fuck you. Or not a row. If you play a... Rothgar. <laughs> Rothgar. Fuck you, right? <laughs> can you get this uh, anywhere else? I don't, You know, I'm not sure. Huh. Do we have the strike? Because that's what—that's the first thing I thought you were going to say. People were going to lose their fucking minds over is that you can only get this through a contest. Mm, it's a prize in the contest. I don't know. Now sometimes they make things available later, and then we cry about that too. I just so. googled it, and the first thing was an official forum thread that says, "What?" and mm. So will I be able to buy this to the Mog Station one day? And people are like, probably not. Mm. So I'm wondering how many people. This guy doesn't sound too upset, but oh, I bet somebody is. Well, and this was uh, September 11th last year. There was some fan fest stuff. They had an in-game reward for the art and costume contest. And it was the same hairstyle. So they may run this a lot, and if they're I see giving... awarded to participants and winners of certain contests during the 2019 fan festival. So this was available to some degree, but it's very this has been a previous limited availab- yeah. availability. All right, it has to be an original design placed by you. There's a whole bunch of entry specifications. Go read them if you're actually interested in doing this. Um, let's see. There's a submission form on a Square Enix site, and you're oh, there's a there's a there's literally a form. This isn't just pop something into the official forums. 
cool though. Very nice. Hmm. Yeah. I, I, I think it would be nice if we got some exciting, cool new stuff. We need we need something for our basement. Uh, we were thinking of having some sort of magical indoors forest. We could, we could do. I, I want that. Okay, <laughs> I've, I've gone to one other site, and it's called – it's a spreadsheet, really. That's FFXIV Hairstyles. Modern Aesthetic Strife, available only to winners – of the art or costume contest for Fan Festival 2018 in Las Vegas. Now, they may have spread that out to the others. I don't mm-hmm. know what if this is 100% correct. But that was the only way you get it is if you went to the Fan Fest and you won something. It is a unisex hairstyle, which is great. Um, mm-hmm. But that is very limited availability. With that being on the, on the tail of the Final Fantasy VII remake... I mean, of course, we had all that Final Fantasy VII stuff and Cloud's Motorcycle, but mm-hmm. people are really going to want this. People people are going to want this. For sure. All right, Final Fantasy fourteen teams up with Pusheen. Is that how you say that? Mm-hmm, Pusheen. I am, I am familiar with Pusheen, but... All right, we recently jo- joined forces with the Internet's favorite tubby tabby cat, Pusheen. The level of cat with the imagination larger than life appeared in a series of comments comics dressed in several Final Fantasy-inspired outfits, much to the delight of adventurers around the world. Warriors of Light and Darkness won't want to miss the concentration of cuteness in these Final Fantasy XIV comics. <laughs> Click on each comic to view the animated versions on Pusheen's Instagram. Okay, I haven't clicked these. <laughs> so you don't own a Pusheen or anything? We have one. I don't think so. Cinna has it. It's just a big, fluffy cat. Many people love Pusheen and have stuffed animals or plushies mm-hmm. and, and things of that nature. And so I was familiar with Pusheen only from that category. Yeah. Uh, but these are adorable. There's some standout cuties, in my opinion. I really like the ninja. <laughs> ninja. I was just going to say that, Ruby. I'm like, ninja. I love ninja. The ninja's fantastic. Um, and uh, the mugle. Mugle. I'm familiar with pushing only from I think line stickers. Oh yeah, yeah. I think I think I've got some line stickers because I thought he was adorable. Yeah, these are cute. <laughs> Very nice. Yeah, I want to use them other places too. I, I I don't I don't like when they restrict things to. Other, but I don't know where I'd get to use them at. I don't know. I might have mm-hmm. to just like rip them. <laughs> Put them in our Discord or something. Well, one of my one of my greatest sadness, and the only reason I don't like Discord, is I miss line stickers. Mm-hmm. Big stickers. Yes, I've probably bought a hundred dollars worth of stickers on there. But uh, well, and even before that, what was it? QB Chat. There were stickers, and there was you could like draw. You used to draw penises. I remember that. Yelta, would I ever do that? Come on. You got me mixed up with a different Rubicon veil. I might have you mixed up with a different Rubicon veil. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. Tales from the Shadows updated. I I used a lot of time before, re- before recording tonight to read this. The new one is A World Forsaken. And I, wow. Okay. So, so like the first one was good, right? Yeah, really the first, good. The first one was, was about Thancred mm-hmm. and, you know, his youth and, and whatnot. The second one was kind of cute. It was about a Stinian. This third one, uh, you know, 
The, it's about the end of the world. It's about the end of the world. It's about the end of the world that you've already know that we have, hopefully, anyway, averted if you've played through the current storyline. But this is like... Because there's not that much in the game lore-wise. Uh, there's there's some notes in one of the... Uh, in the, tw- the twinning, right? Mm-hmm. Um, there's a voice recording somewhere. I can't remember if that comes before or after, whatever. But this is a, a very interesting account of uh, the end of the world. And, and it's the story of, you know, black, black rose was used and basically caused the eighth umbral calamity. I was also tickled by who the reporter of this story was. Yes. That was pretty cool. Took so. me a minute. I had to read mm-hmm. that there was a line in here that talks about the yellow feathered friend looking around and I was like, What are you talking about? What are where's I had to read this line three or four times until <laughs> I was like, Who has yellow feathers and would be caught in Agamoro? Probably Alpha, which makes this Omega. <laughs> Omega, yeah. Um, and you can you can see as the story goes, and they really nail it at the end, that this the long years of Omega traveling Heidelin and then learning of you know what Sid Sid surviving um, the calamity um, and his work with Nero on trying to save the warrior of light. Omega feels human at the end of this. He gives it a comment that he, he feels like he's, he's changing. He has wakeful eyes is the term he uses here where he's like opening up. And it makes me think of the Amaro because we, we were just uh, talking earlier about how Senna had, had done that quest with Seto and, Seto didn't have the words to say things a hundred years ago to tell his master, you know, how much he loved him and was proud of him. And, and now is the words through, you know, time passing and the magic taking effect, what what have you. And so Omega has a similar kind of growth where he becomes more human by the end of this uh, of this tale. So uh, it's it's pretty deep. Uh, there's, there's just a lot of layers to this, the, the imagery of Old Sid and old Nero having a cup of coffee for the last time using the – what was it? The percolator, that thing from, from – Oh, <laughs> last the Boiler t- Master. The Boiler Master. Master. That's it. The Boil yeah. Master. So oh, it kills me that those are those are mobs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and oh, there was another bit in here. Of course it talks about the, the death of um, Wedge, is Wedge. it? Yeah. Uh, Wedge dies here, which – Kind of goes back into the stories that you pick up. Of uh, I, I doesn't Biggs name his his descendants after like, Wedge? Yeah, I don't remember it's something I know that to it's that like effect. Eighteenth of the line or whatever. There's an honoring of his fallen friend at at at, at some point there. So you knew he died, but you you get the the other half of the story here, um, and then. You know, Sid, knowing he's going to die and has to leave it to the the rest of the um, the Ironworks, and and the fact that him and Nero are still buddies, yeah, I I thought it was an incredibly well written story, and I think it's the best of all three at this point. Uh, well, I'm waiting to see what what happens at the very the very end here with the last story. Hopefully, we get a a mind blower 
over here. Maybe <laughs> maybe it's from Emmett Selk's point of view. Um, maybe maybe we get a story from the the hi, hi la, 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 the guy I can't pronounce the name, the friend of <laughs> hi, Emmett. Hi, yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll see. Yeah, I was kind of surprised how uh, kind of deep and affecting this one was. How just like I don't know. I, this one was way more interesting. You know, the the previous one with like a stadium, that one like kind of seemed like frivolous and silly, you know, but uh, this one was good. All right. So looking forward to the fourth one now, huh? Huh? <laughs> I am. All right. The Shadowbringers Final Fantasy 14 original soundtrack out now. I pre-ordered this sucker. I pre-ordered this sucker and then apparently they had trouble processing my planet planet they had trouble processing my payment and then they canceled my pre-order i'm so sad oh yelta oh but i I, I, then i uh went and pre-ordered it again yesterday so it was still technically a pre-order i think it was yesterday i don't remember Anyway, so the highly anticipated Shadowbringers Final Fantasy XIV original soundtrack is now available. In addition to the score to the critically acclaimed Shadowbringers expansion pack, this Blu-ray also contains tracks from 4.4 and 4.5 for a total of over 80 songs. And you get yourself a wind-up Suzaku. And she is amazing. And as is the music, by the way. We're not the only ones who think it's amazing. I, I'm so so. We've got the screenshot of Shadowbringers being ten on this top albums. Uh, I don't know yeah. what top ten list this is. It well, like it's got to be cell phone. It's got to be the number one Billboard chart, charts because Post Malone is number one, and that would be today because last week mm-hmm. Tool was number one when they came out with their album because all the Taylor Swift fans were mad that she was mm-hmm. number two on the Billboard chart. So I know those three. Plus, there was that that stuff about Lana Del Rey getting criticized mm. by the uh, the critic, and she I she she clapped back. Yelta, come on, you got it. <laughs> Are you on up. Twitter or what? Um, um, and so I know this is the the top ten. And Shadowbringers number ten. So if you can beat Lana Del Rey, she'll be double salty. And then if you can beat Taylor Swift, oh no, let's let I want video game music to just go above anyone who will get cranky about that. that yeah, would be, be so like, at least number number three slot. I don't know how much Tool will be upset. They probably <laughs> played Final Fantasy VII back in the day. Because Tool's old. It was funny. Whenever Tool was hitting the charts with their new album, the Taylor Swift fans were upset. They thought it was a new band <laughs> that had taken over. And oh, I'm like, my Learn God. Learn to swim. Tool's Learn to swim. Everywhere. Push Forever. it. Shove it. Oh okay. My, God. my anger is showing. Let's move on. <laughs> so I, I was peeking at Amazon's bestsellers. And the digital album's po- top paid, Shadowbringers is number two. Hey, oh. Hey oh, right? That that ain't nothing to sneeze about. That's awesome. Congrats, Soken. Yeah. I am tickled by that. All right, reminders. We want to remind everyone that the rising ends Tuesday, September seventeenth at seven fifty-nine AM, so don't wait till Tuesday because it'll be over by the time you wake up. Uh, I did that quest. I've bought a couple of everything 
And I, I then finally went and Googled it. Apparently, there are like 18 letters in a bottle. I have not seen all 18 yet. Nor have I. Yeah, I've seen nine or 12. I can't remember. I have them written down somewhere. So uh, they're cute, though. Some, some of them are like, you know, letters from a long time ago in game from like NPCs. Some of them are letters, obviously, from the dev team. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed uh, all of it pretty pretty much. And yes, it's a little repetitive and whatever. And I do want to ask my ulf or go do it at an alt to see if you get any of the ones that would be spoilery. You know what I mean? Some of those are like, that's like a huge spoiler for Shadowbringers. And what if my character isn't there yet? I bet you don't get them. They've been careful about that. Hmm. Hmm. All right. What's on tap? We have a couple of developers blog. We have Shadow Bringing It at PAX West. This is Okiomi mm-hmm. at their very first PAX West with the community team. Got some screenshot of the exhibits hall. PAX was particularly exciting because we were joined by art team lead Taiko Suzuki and main scenario writer Natsuko Ishikawa, who hosted a panel on Sunday. There was so much going on, and the event went by very quickly. They have some nice art around that booth, guys. Yep. 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 They had the classic battle challenge featuring Titania. They've got (laughs) t-shirts. Some people doing, oh, that's not Titania. That's, That's Ifrit in that picture. Oh, I wonder if that was. Did they have the random battle thing? Probably there too? so. Yeah. Probably so. Lots of Satania shirts. Lots of p- purple foam swords. Looked like a good time. All right. Development panel. In a development panel. Oh, they just took some pictures of just the empty auditorium. That's a nice looking place. That's like one of those old, old theaters, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's some, uh, I'm in Minnesota, and there's some nice old theaters like Minneapolis. We had one where I grew up. It was Perot Theater, like for H. Ross Perot, and it was a really nice theater. Probably not as big as the Paramount here, but it's, you know, with the gold trim, and it's, Mm. I mean, it's... It's old looking, but I like I like the feel of that. I I, mm-hmm. I I like that old look. We always have trouble because we go and uh, those seats are not made for fat chicks. I'm just gonna say that. So you kind of like squeeze your ass into the tiny little hundred year old chair. But <laughs> oh, but it looks like they had a a nice crowd there. They had a, a fun looking signing session. I never go to that stuff. Oh, she's signing a Namazu. So cute. And we covered oh, we... A, a mini interview of theirs last week. Yeah. So if you, if, if you want to go back and check out last week's episode, uh, we did talk about a interview that these two did, um, and they covered some pretty cool stuff in there. Oh, we have Crystal Exert with sandwiches. I think she tweeted out one of those pictures. Yeah, she, she kept one it. of the sand. Like somebody, yeah, she asked they, if she they, could keep a sandwich, something like that. Mm-hmm. I get to keep this. So nice. All right. Uh, Sounds from the Shadows. This is about the soundtrack. That is out today. And Volt, I don't know how to say your name, hon. 
Uh, <laughs> the long-awaited Shadowbringers album is out. Now we can take the Raktika Great Wood theme with us anywhere. Lahi. <laughs> Lahi. It is not cheap, though. No. That's when, and, cause, and I bought mine from Square Enix, probably like a moron. But, uh, yeah, with, with shipping and stuff, it's... I'm happy to have it, though. They're, they pack a lot of stuff on there. Sure. They, they really do. Yeah, I always buy the physical copy because I just want it. I, I rip the high-quality MP3s out of it, and uh, away we go. So I'm jamming in the car. It will not be on Spotify yet. Sokin tweeted that out today. It is mm-hmm. not available yet on Spotify. Give it time. In fact, you got to be dumb to release your album and then put oh, it on yeah. Spotify at the I'm same just, no. time. You're not going to sell any copies of the album. So they got to sell them, and when those sales dwindle a bit, I'm sure they'll contractually get the songs on the Spotify. But it mm-hmm. took them forever to get the other songs on Spotify anyway, so I wouldn't be surprised if they say a year from launch before these are available or six months from launch of this mm-hmm. uh, album, they'll they'll be available. So just uh, just hold your horses. I think uh, <laughs> Gather Together will be on Spotify it. before <laughs> Shadowbringers. <laughs> I, I heard that we are supposed to be on Spotify. We'll work on so, that. Faster we'll than soaking, hopefully. Yeah. Uh, so 88 tracks. Play, total playback time is over six hours long. That's a lot of music. Uh, and for the bonus content, we've included footage of the Primals performing Locus, as yeah. well as the infamous I Play Yangtze Atoma... I don't know how you said Automaton Automaton. Performance. Yeah, of a father's pride by sound director. So can... I never watched that yet, so I, it's I funny. don't know why I didn't. Yeah. The disc also includes the Sokin's comment section, as well as notes from Yoshi P and Sokin in the booklet. I One of my favorite things about getting a physical copy of something is paging through the booklet. Mm-hmm. I'm not one of those people who will like not open their sealed copy, because if I'm going to buy something, I'm going to fucking touch it, because I'm not going to resell it anyway. So... Uh, I, I do like to page my dirty little fingers all over that booklet and, and read and read the I like to read lyrics and I like to read uh, any, you know, special liner notes, that kind of thing. And you also get an in-game item code for Suzaku. As my husband always puts it, you bought this 200 statue or you bought this $200, you bought this $200 minion and you got this free statue. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. All right, so let's see. Oh, and they recently announced the sale date for the Final Fantasy XIV Orchestral Arrangement Album Volume 2 going on sale on September 18th. So, And it's signed Lahi. <laughs> <laughs> of course it is. Of course it is. What's on All this right. orchestral arrangement album? So we've got one already. This is volume two coming mm-hmm. out. The The first volume is green. This is a coral pinkish orange color. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, let's look at the description. Eight tracks. I love that. It just says in the description when you go to the Square Enix store, eight Eight tracks, tracks. for 25 bucks. Uh, but I think I saw the listing somewhere else. I think mm. there was either a tweet or something that had the, uh, yeah. the listing on it. They'll And, and they always give us a, a site with all the, you know, three second or eight second or whatever clips. So I'm sure we, does the Japanese site have it? Let me look. Cause I can't read Japanese, but so they have samples, but I can't read any of that. Hmm. All right. <laughs> All right. 
right. Happy hour. We've got some listener mail. Uh, Brandon sent us an email. Great podcast. I just started listening and enjoy it very much. Heard about you guys through other podcasts I listen to on Spotify. Was wondering if you guys had plans on putting your podcast on Spotify also. Because I use that primarily... Had to download Stitcher to listen. No biggie. Just wanted to tell you I enjoyed your podcast a lot, so keep up the great work. Yeah, I, I can't imagine that we couldn't get our shit together and get on Spotify. <laughs> I, I think we can do it, so we'll, we'll push I, for that. Uh, but we've been asked before, and for some reason we've just kind of did other things. So we'll we'll uh, recommit to uh, getting on Spotify. We are on some other stuff. I really think if I say the name that will not be spoken, and that is not Voldemort, it is the name of the device behind me that starts with an A and wants to talk to me if I say her name. Oh, yes. That yeah. one. You, yes, yes she, she knows about us. She knows about us. You can say, uh-huh. hey, you, and use her name, play yeah. Gather Together podcast, and she'll pull it up. I don't know how fast she updates, though. I, last time we did, it was like an episode back or two episodes back. Yeah, so it might it take was, about a week for it to upload right. or something like that on that side. Otherwise, yeah, Stitcher is one. Um, I think we've been on – we appeared on Podbean, Podbean. iTunes, yeah. of course, um, all of that. And, and if any of you listeners have any issues with any of those platforms or you have additional platforms like Spotify that you want us to be on – uh, give us a shout and then uh, ask us again six months later and we'll do it. <laughs> I think there was some problem, wasn't there? There was I don't something, know, something. I don't remember. One of them I did have like... an issue with. I think actually the one yeah. with the person who shall not be named. Uh, w- Your voice assistant. My voice assistant. <laughs> I feel like that's going to turn something on. Voice assistant. <laughs> uh, yes, master. Uh <laughs> I, that took some that took some issues. I had to uh, yeah. go back and forth with somebody on it, and they got it fixed. So we'll work on it for sure. All right, Ben Radford uh, tweeted us at gtffxiv. Just heard the episode. No, not a Russian bot. And thanks for reading my comments. Damn, Otto corrects. Laughing my ass off. But yeah, keep it up, smiley face. Thank you for uh, tweeting us, and thank you also for reaching out. He wanted a invite to the free company unfortunately has he's on a different server but fortunately he's on the same data center so hopefully someone gets him if we don't get him uh, into the crossword link shell and uh he also joined our discord so uh be fun to keep in contact and maybe get to run some stuff with you soon ben all right william riley replied to twitter let's see i'm just starting at the beginning of this year and i'm enjoying your show and still a newbie at Final Fantasy fourteen. I'm just going into Heaven's Ward. I've only been subscribed for five months, but I'm loving the game. Having some drag between 50 and 60 is so slow, and healing a Dark Knight is hard at 45. Yeah, I hear you, man. There, there were times where Dark Knights were a little squishy, mm-hmm. and maybe, maybe you're feeling it. Maybe you're feeling it. Uh, my advice is, if you can, upgrade your gear. That's that's about all you can do, right? Read your tooltips and upgrade your gear. That's the best you can be. Yeah, there's some of those that when you go back now on old jobs and you run through some of those old uh, the old job content, you know, like you're level 45 or 50 or whatever, those have been reported to be increasingly difficult, at least for summoners. Um, when playing low levels, because the way they every patch, not patch, I'm sorry, every expansion. When they reshuffle the abilities and change things, I I feel like they have 
some regard, but not a full regard of the the process of getting those abilities. That's an issue mm-hmm. with this game, right? Where it's like, I feel like Yoshida's mentality is get to get to uh, eighty as fast as possible, right? Like, I felt yeah. like that in one Like, hey, we're gonna let you do the the, the farm parties, just you know, whatever. We're not gonna hurt your experience for sharing experience and having a level 50 carry a level 10 or something. That was a 1.0 thing. And then we've seen how the leveling process, and if you want to compare contrast, look at WoW's leveling process Mm -hmm. uh, versus this one. 14s doesn't hold a candle to WoW's leveling process. But the, the, the kickback is, or the payback, whatever you want to call it, is we can get to end game faster and we don't, it's just it's just easier to get things up and going. You don't have to sit in Port Juno like in Final Fantasy XI and all that stuff. The point I'm getting to is the old content can sometimes be more difficult now with the shuffling of abilities than a level 80 expert. I think you were talking about that Yelta of uh, Orem Vale can feel much harder than any level 80. Yeah, a lot of the, some some of the dungeons do well, and some of it's my own fault, right? You like because I do lots of roulettes, so you queue in and you're like, oh, hey, it's a level, I don't know, thirty six or fifty or whatever, and you're running along, and I'm on healer, and I'm like, you know, DPSing happily and whatever, and I'm like, oh, tank's starting to get hurt. Well, he can wait because I've got this, you know, you know, off cooldown heal, and then all of a sudden the tank's nearly dead, and I'm like, oh, I don't have that. Yeah. I don't have that at this level. Yeah, and William, you, you're new, you're admitting here. You're not at the point, the salty point, that you're clicking on other people going, what the fuck gear are they wearing? What? Why is this so mm-hmm. hard? What's going on here? You might have been healing a, a dark knight that didn't have proper Eight. gear or something like yeah. that. You know, I don't or, know what the circumstance using... is. Well, yeah, and it's hard to tell. Sometimes you can have excellent gear they can even have excellent gear and either, you know, maybe the DPS takes too long to murder the pack so you can't keep everybody up or or a tank who doesn't know how to cycle any sort of defensive cooldowns or self-heals. It's It can be rough out there in, in roulette land or any dungeon land. But I'm glad you're enjoying the game. Uh, Heavensward was a good patch. And I know we sometimes bash on... Uh, Stormblood, but it, it, there, there was a lot of good stuff in there too. So uh, I hope you continue to enjoy the game and uh, let us know how it's going. All right, then I think. Can I, think can I give a shout here. out? Because I forgot this Please at the beginning. Uh, shout out to Phoenix Down Radio. I was on Phoenix Down Radio recently with Chili, um, Lunavox, Pixie Nook, Returned. And we had a big sit down on the couch. There were six of us. Uh, in fact, I think uh, Bell and Ophelian came and watched us live, live audience. <laughs> what was the the first coolest thing to me was I haven't guessed it on Phoenix Down in some time. And Phoenix Down does a Twitch broadcast. I'll share that with you in just a moment, how to find them. But we were lined up on the couch. And the coolest part was that I did not – have to log in to my Hyperion character to join them. Mm-hmm. All I had to do was go to the Aether and click over and swap in, and I was in my full gear and everything, walked into the house, sat down, and was looking good. So uh, it was a fun, fun time. I think it was two hours or more. We, we, we had a long show. There were tons of giveaways. 
Uh, friends have won stuff. I think I won mm-hmm. something. I'm gonna give it to Senna. <laughs> um, it was just a lot of a lot of fun stuff, and a lot of the topics we talked about on this episode we covered over there as well. So if you're interested in listening to Phoenix Down Radio, you can go to their Twitch TV channel. That's slash Phoenix Down Radio again www.twitch.tv slash phoenix down radio uh Klaus and the gang will bring it to you it's a great show a great podcast and you can catch them on spotify and all that other stuff too they're all over the place too so go check them out i was so bummed i couldn't make it but i was actually doing in real life stuff with in real life people so mm-hmm. you gotta do that once in a while you do you I, gotta you gotta get out and I, spend I, time I, with the I family was, I, yeah, and it was it was it was a couples board gaming with drinks. Oh, that's that what we were doing. So my husband and I, my sister, and my brother-in-law played a bunch of board games and had some cocktails. I should have gotten drunk. That was that's the <laughs> one thing I didn't do on this episode. I should have I should have been drunk, but it was good. Well, and 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 you make such a good point because I think the last time I was on Phoenix Down Radio, it might have been near Christmas time last year. And I had rolled a character over there, and, you know, of course, I can teleport to the house and, and stuff, but it was like I couldn't find anything to wear because I was a low-level character, didn't have anything on me, didn't have any good hair, didn't have any, like, the hairstyle I usually rock. So I, I do look forward to next time Next time uh, we get to be on. We should have him on, too. Chili, too. It's been a while since we had chili. Mm-hmm. So, except some some guests on and chit chat and hang out and and stuff. His is fun because it's live streaming and uh, you're not actually playing usually, so you're not like try- distracted by like trying to dodge shit or whatever. And you could you know interact with the the listeners on Twitch, the viewers. That's always fun. And you can come watch it live if you're on the Hyperion server. Mm-hmm. All right, then I guess it's closing time. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. You can find links to all of our episodes and blog posts on our website, gtffxav.com. While you're there, please leave us a comment. And if you'd like to, you can support us by clicking the donation button. And thank you all who do. You can find us on Twitter at gtffxav. Email us at gtffxav at gmail.com. Please give us a rating wherever you listen to us. Uh, personal plugs, Ruby. Yes, you can find me on Twitter at Rubicon Vale, R-U-B-I-C-O-N-V-A-L-E. And you can find me on Twitter at Yelta Sumasu, Y-E-L-T-A-S-U-M-A-S-U. As always, thanks for listening, and we will catch you next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.